This episode is brought to you by Herbal Face Food. Most of you know that I've been on a three-year fertility journey, and since I discovered all the toxic chemicals in my face soap, my moisturizer, and other products, oftentimes even disguised as healthy and sustainable, I had to take a huge step back to reevaluate what I'm putting on and into my body. That's when I found Herbal Face Food. Herbal Face Food is the most potent anti-aging, multi-correctional skincare product on the market, period. And no, it's not a magic potion. It's simply the best plant science at work. No filters, no chemicals, no BS. It's packed with antioxidants and phytonutrients that heal the skin at a cellular level from the outside in and address the top three signs of aging in three days or less. No kidding. I've been using their serum one the cure and the cream for almost two months. And I love how many people casually ask me, why are you glowing so much? What the heck are you doing with your skin? I am loving the results of this product. Herbal face food is a heal you can feel. Yes, you can feel it working when you put it on. All skin is welcome. And yes, they're a hundred percent plant powered. Someone once told me that if you wouldn't eat it, why would you put it on your face? That hit differently, especially when it comes to herbal face food. And here's the kicker. Listeners of the Elisa Unfiltered podcast get 30% off herbal face food now. Crazy, right? They want you to have their incredible product in your hands now. Go to the show notes, click the herbal face food link, and use the code ELISA30 at checkout. Once again, use code ELISA, E-L-I-S-A, 30 at checkout. Happy shopping. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered, Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 180 of the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Elisa, and today it is Wednesday, February the 21st, 2024. I'm in Costa Rica right now, you guys, and it is so beautiful. And I'm here for a rebirth retreat with a group of very special women who have been through so much these last few years, and have come together to learn, share, grow, and build community. This community is unbelievable. It is a group of women who are showing up differently in today's really difficult climate. It's really exciting. I just love the power of this community and finding solutions and growing together and inviting others up to possibly see things a little bit different and change their entire life. I'm having a blast and it's fitting because today this leads me to my next guest on the pod is my spiritual coach, Adele Stratton. And when it comes to talking about solutions and self-healing and thinking outside the box, there is no better person to talk to than Adela. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Okay, so I'm a bit biased. (laughs) We have been working together for over a decade. However, Adele was a former nurse who broke free from the traditional medical community and really started to focus on healing from the root. Her Instagram platform has grown over 250,000 thousand followers in the last few years, which is a strong testament to how many people are waking up to their power and looking for alternative solutions. Today, we deep dive into all things curiosity, spirituality, frequency, and root cause healing. It's 
Such a juicy episode, you guys. And if you like what you hear, please screenshot and share on your socials. You can also leave a comment on Spotify as well as subscribe to the show. This helps other people find this message. Okay, let's get into this episode, shall we? Here is Adele Stratton. Adele, welcome to the show. This is your fifth or sixth time here. Yes, Did you, it is. Do you know I'm, that? <laughs> no, I didn't. But I was, I was thinking about this morning. I was like, how many times have I been on the show? You know, yeah. so four or five times, five, six times. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been over a year since you've been on the show. I figured it was due because people don't know this actually. Adele is my coach. She's been coaching me for 10 years. Probably 10. Probably or more. Yeah. And uh, we have biweekly uh, chats mm-hmm. and it's one of my most sacred times of the, of the, of the week, really our mm. meetings. I mean, I don't know if you feel lifted up afterwards. I certainly do. It's more of like an, I dump all my shit on you. I'm like, save me. <laughs> but you've definitely been a safe space, a, uh, a rational voice in a world where there's so much irrational fear happening and capturing our minds in uh, limiting us and thinking that we're powerless. You have been a driving force from day one. And honestly, I'm going to say this, Adela, and this might be a bold statement, but you are so far ahead of your time. And what I mean by that is you have been saying the things that you say now for decades, and it went over so many people's heads. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if you're feeling this, I sort of feel this a little bit, there's almost like this collective shift, where people are starting to read between the lines, they're starting to understand that health and the narratives around the Western medical system are corrupted, are skewed, they're starting to see that they can be sovereign that their mind, the the power of their minds, would you, and and now all of the things that you have been saying forever are landing. (laughs) They're landing. Finally, people get it. Thank heavens. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yes, for sure. For sure. And I, 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 I agree because for many years, you know, um, when I would open my mouth and talk about uh, different aspects of what I thought the world was about. Yeah, you know, people pe- people either would look at me strange, think I'm kind of cuckoo, or you know, they would they were just would just be in in disbelief. I mean, that that can't be possible. You know, it can't mm-hmm. be possible. And then and I'd have to you know, well, just think about this or get this book or, you know, uh, look into this subject or you know, here you can find some documentation on this. And I, I, I really feel now that um, people are starting to wake up because of the fact that they are starting to see, you know, that disconnection. There's, they're starting to feel that disconnect about, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, what, what is really going on here? And more and more, I see the truth coming out. Not so much in the regular media, right? I, right. I don't. I don't see. But then again, Elisa, you know, I I haven't watched the news since 1985. 
So I, I knew back then that the news was a toxic place. And so I made that choice. Um, but it really, through, through all the other platforms of information coming out now, there is people are starting to listen to all these different types of experts yeah. who have been on who have been on that curve with me, who have been in the know, you know, with me too. And 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 now they're 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 coming to light. They're they're getting the uh they're getting the the notice, you know, they're they're getting the people that are drawn to them now and and people are really starting to ask those questions. Because yes. if you don't ask questions, then you're a goner. I mean, it yes. doesn't matter in what field. You you need to be a curious, what is it, George, the monkey, <laughs> right? Yeah. He was curious. I'm very curious. And when you are curious and when you're asking questions, that's when your spirit of everything that you're made of will make sure that you align with that information and it will come to you somehow. But really, I do feel like uh, from now the people that I see and the people that I'm meeting from all over the world with my platform now are really starting to say, oh, well, you were right. I asked this question. They told me that. And then I found out a year later that it was exactly what you said it was, yeah. you know? Yeah. So this is really coming to the forefront now. I'm so excited for people to wake up. <laughs> yes. And you have been, you have been helping people in alternative medicine, if you will, yeah. um, for a very long time. Yeah. And it's interesting how blocked people are from accepting that there is something outside of the medical system. And I think the captured the captured mindset is just so powerful. I was actually talking about this. Uh, with my friends of um, how how the world is programmed to be poor. Okay, this yes. has nothing to do with health, but the world is programmed to be poor, right. and that's why there's only you know one percent of the population that's mega rich. Um, and if you are the type of person who lives paycheck to paycheck, you're scared to look at your bank statements. Um, you spend all your money on, um, the material world on, on, to, to feel valuable and to, you know, retail therapy, to lift your dopamine. Those are, those are indications that you're programmed to be poor. And that's why you don't have money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I was like, oh shit, I'm programmed to be poor in the same on the same vein of that is we're programmed to be almost um, dependent on Western medicine, that they know best for us. They know what we need. And honestly, the more I talk about, like, yes, when it comes to uh, emergencies, medical emergencies, yes, please. Thank you. I will go to the hospital. Please help me with acute medical emergencies. Amen. But Absolutely. the misdiagnosis of the medical field, the medical um, community, and, I, and I'm not saying all doctors are like this whatsoever. I'm just no. seeing it more and more because people are getting affected by right. things that they were assured was the truth, assured would help them. And now they're stuck on a medication. They're stuck in this cycle of symptom. They have new symptoms now and they just can't get well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they just can't get well. Well, that, that goes right back to, so why, why am I in this field? Of course, we all are drawn into some kind of a, a path yeah. where our interests or something's going on inside of us and that reflects outside and then this comes to us. 
And so for me, this is how I ended up in, you know, uh, natural medicine was because of the fact of my own experience with my own health and had, having suffered from allergies, like severe allergies, not just food, but the environment. I was, you know, up, I was allergic up the wazoo. <laughs> you know? and couldn't taste my food, couldn't smell anymore, couldn't breathe through my nose, ear infections, yeah. throat infections. I was getting sick all the time. And so, you know, I went to, uh, so going to the allergist for the third time to see what new allergies I, cause I was such a mess yeah. and, and basically just told me, you know, you're allergic to everything. You're even allergic to the placebo. So we think that you should go and live in, in a bubble, <laughs> a, a, like a glass bubble. And I mean, you mean like the, 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 the boy in the glass bubble, you know, John Travolta <laughs> the movie. I think it was too. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'm like, is that your answer? Mm -hmm. That that's your answer. That I should go live in a bubble because you don't know what to do about it. So aside what did you do? From, well, aside from giving me antihistamines, yeah, or cortisone nose sprays, steroid puffers, extra strength Tylenol, which we now know kills the liver. Yeah, for the, for the pain and my sinuses, you know, and I, I, I was in, I was in shock. I, I, I looked at him like, kind of like, that's your answer, you know. And yeah. so I, I stood up and I said, you know what, I wasn't born with this, so there's got to be a reason why this happened to me, and I'm going to go find it. But the forget the bubble, and I'm not going to be on this medication for the rest of my life. I am out of here. Yeah. So I walked out and it just so happened that we were moving from Northern Ontario to Southern Ontario. Long story short, I was led to a naturopath from Germany, didn't know what the word holistic meant, went to see this guy. And uh, Elisa, within three weeks, I was a new person. I was a new person for the first time in 10 years. I could breathe yeah. through my nose. I could taste my food. It was just so powerful. And, and having that experience, I went, what? Well, if this is what's happened to me, then I'm going to go and learn as much as I can because I need to share it with the rest of the world. This is, this is the good news. This is yes. the good news. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So it was, and, and, and once I started, that was it. I just couldn't stop. And I've never stopped since. I'm all about because the body is so fascinating and it's but it, it's it's so complex but you really got to learn to listen to it and read the signs and the symptoms mm -hmm. and this is what this is this is what i'm doing so this is this is it <laughs> and it, I answer your question <laughs> yeah totally it's super interesting when you start to look at root cause medicine in a in a different way it's not treating symptoms it's it's healing and you, you are a huge part of the self healers movement. We were had this conversation, like what, two weeks ago, you're like, my clients don't see me all the time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would be a client that comes to see you because I enjoy our talks and I see you on a psychological level because right. I am reprogramming my mind and it takes time. Uh, but when it comes to disease and, and I mean, your, your Instagram like two years ago, a year and a half ago, exploded. You guys, this, this woman, 
has 250,000 or more Instagram followers because she identifies the root cause. So she'll talk about the thyroid. Let's talk about the thyroid a little bit because that's one of the biggest ones, right? As a matter of fact, yes, it's so true that that one in the lymphatic system. And it was funny because, um, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about, I I have my voice of truth, which is on YouTube and it also goes on Instagram too. But one of the subjects that I wanted to talk about, um, in the upcoming videos was the thyroid and, uh, listening to, and, and, and connecting with so many people who have this problem with their thyroid. And I wanted to, you know, just explain about, we talk about the mind, you know, and the connection. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I, I, I like I'm talking right now, but I, I feel a download coming and I, I, it's coming in fast. And I'm like, I, 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 I don't know what to say. <laughs> so, it's crazy. But anyways, that the main thing is about this is that, okay, you said you come to me uh, for psychological because you're reprogramming your mind. And mm-hmm. this is what people really, really need to learn is that the mind, how powerful our mind is. And so the programming for generations, for centuries has been, how do we diminish their mind? Mm. how do we how do we suppress the mind because if those people found out how powerful they are then you know we would have no control over them because we are all powerful because we are all so powerful in our minds that our minds can make us sick or our minds can make us well so I'm going to just give you a little example, just a little example here. Please. So my, my sister was recently visiting, as you, as you yes. know, I was taking care of her and, and getting her well. And I heard my sister say, oh, and I just said, give me a break. Oh, I said, give me a break. Oh, just give me a break. And I said, go ahead, stop that. <laughs> and yeah. she goes, what? And I say, you're asking the universe to give you a break and you will get it. Could be your ankle, could be your arm, could be your neck, but what kind of break do you want? Because it's literal. A psychotic break. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, It's here. Your body is hearing. She needs a break. She needs a break. So that to, to your body, that doesn't mean I need a vacation. No, you want a vacation. You say, I want a vacation. I want a holiday. But you don't say, give me a break. I explained to her that this is what's going to happen. You keep on saying that. And I have seen people that have come in and said, I kept on saying, I need a break. I need a break. And bam, I broke my ankle. So there you go. That's the power of the, of the mind, how powerful yeah. it is and how powerful it is in the way of what are you saying to yourself? What are you speaking? What are the words that you say, but what are the thoughts that you think? And in your throat and in your thyroid, what is it about your thyroid? What is it about your throat? Are you speaking the truth? Are you speaking? And I'm when I say the truth, I'm not talking about the outside world truth. I'm talking about the inside world truth, the introspection, about going inside of yourself. And can you actually be honest with yourself? That's the communication. 
Can you look at yourself in the mirror and really tell yourself who you are? Do you even know who you are? Have you even spent any time in introspection here and going deep and looking in the mirror and being honest? Because people think when I say, you know, that's, that's your truth center, that's where you need to speak the truth. I'm not saying you need to speak the truth to others. No, 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 no. Because words are cheap anyways. You need to talk to you and you need to be honest with you and you need to get in there and you need to unravel and unload and peel back and get into all the ugliness of all the stuff that we've been carrying that has been projected onto us by all the different institutions in the world that have said, you cannot be powerful. Mm. <laughs> There's a sound bite. <laughs> You betcha. You, you freaking betcha. betcha. Yeah. Okay. Talk a little bit about the frequency of thought. Okay. I want to go back to the, to your sister and I want to go back to the thyroid, but let's talk a little bit about the frequency of thought. It's one of my favorite subjects to talk about with you because we don't make that connection and we think it's woo woo and we think it's tinfoily hat stuff. And I believe that's because the system has programmed us to think that way. And it's really interesting when you, when you just consider, when you have that curiosity, if you will, to observe I and be honest with yourself. I am here. I don't want to be here. I think and believe like a person who is here. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. When I, If your goal is to be wealthy or abundant, I'm using the money mindset again. I, in my experience at that time, wasn't thinking and believing like someone who was wealthy. They do, they think and believe other things. That's why they're wealthy. They make choices that I don't make. They take risks that I don't take. They don't buy things that I want to buy. And that whole, and I've said this a million times on the show, it's like the poor man's mindset versus the rich man's mindset. It's like, give a rich man a thousand dollars. He comes back with 10,000. Give a poor man a thousand dollars. He comes back with an iPhone. And when I heard that, and I say it often, it, it was like a paradigm shift. It's like, holy shit, I am a poor man. I have a poor man's mindset because I want the stuff. I want to feel safe with all my stuff around me as opposed to, because that's what I know. So I think and believe, and I'm putting that frequency out and it's coming right freaking back at me. So to change that is to learn how to change the frequency of my thought that's and right. align it. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Sure. So everything. So before I start, before I start my master classes, I always, I always explain a major point to start the class. And I say, and I ask the question, who are you? That's how I open. And then mm -hmm. I explain who they are, who we are, color, light, sound, frequency, vibration. You are, we are essence, we are spirit, and we are here, you know, having this human experience. But people start to identify with the vehicle, and yes. they look at it as solid matter, but it's not. In the mind, the mind is creating this for you, so that you can have this experience that you so desired. <laughs> yeah big question mark and um and and so the uh 
because we are resonating, we are always kind of if 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 we if we put the uh, lie detector uh, <laughs> polygraph <laughs> test. Yes, yeah. if we did that and we put it on on ourselves and 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 we would talk about certain things, that polygraph would be going like super crazy because it's it is reacting to the vibration of us and and so therefore you know every word that we say and every thought that we have carries a frequency so we are always because we're always vibrating we're always in 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 tune with the uh, uh with the with the, the the pure consciousness of everything that is was and ever will be we are immersed in that we are everything that is was and ever will be and so we're vibrating at a level but when we come in um oh i just got goosebumps ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> when when i start, sometimes when i start talking the truth i get i get all goosey <laughs> yeah that's amazing yeah yeah so so you know when we are born we we come in on a on a um how shall I say on a light ray? Okay. okay. So we, we come in as different colors because that's what we are. Okay. But we also come in, um, at a, uh, with a, um, I, I say sacred geometry, you know, because we are all connected, uh, to, to the DNA and, and, and connected to everything again, that is, was, and ever will be. So, so we come in in this frequency where we're all powerful. We're all powerful. We're all knowing. We, we all know everything. And then we come in and we have the mind swipe. Yep. Which again says, oh, oh, I, I know you thought you were in high school, but you're really just in kindergarten again. You know, so we, we always <laughs> go back to kindergarten and then we got to start from scratch. So it depends on. Oh, I think I'm I'm gonna get carried away here. So okay, go back to that. <laughs> or just like I, uh, yeah. this could be a ten hour interview. Um, anyway, so yes, frequency of thought. <laughs> the, free, the, the frequency. It's every every thought that we have carries a certain frequency within the grand scheme of consciousness. And what happens there is that. As we start to listen to our mentors, which are our parents or, or the guides who, mm -hmm. uh, who's taking care of us, and the institutions come in as, A, your parents are going to teach you a certain way to be raised because, and they're going to do it in their way because yep. that's what they know. And then you're going to go to school and the teachers are going to teach you a certain thing because that's what they've been taught to teach you. And then maybe, you know, you are born into a family that's religious. And so then you start going to church and you start taking on those belief systems. And then you get old enough to get a job and work and, and vote. And then you have those institutions that they come in and then they tell you what they think you ought to know. So the whole time, from the time you arrive on the planet till the time you pass away, you have been downloaded with programs that are there to keep control of you mm -hmm. so that you never rise above the bar.
you never rise above the bar. You may be a successful lawyer. You may be a, 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 a great teacher or a, a great surgeon or something, which is all fine and well because it's all within the parameters of oh, you can you can What's be acceptable. Yeah, yeah, it's acceptable. Oh yes, yes. Go ahead, win the cases. Yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. But when it comes to when it comes to empowering the self and 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 really being able to listen to your own heart, you'll find that a lot of people have have chosen careers or gone places because somebody told them to. Somebody yes. said, you know, oh, you've got to go to university because because you have to get a university education if if you want to get a good job or if you want to succeed in this world. That's what yes. you have to do that's what yes. you have to be and we know we know that that's not true yes that that is so not true that that my my own myself and my own children you know i said to them i i don't care i don't care what your marks are i don't i don't care what i do care about you can pass <laughs> pass yeah. if you want i said but at the end of the day it's going to be the world that's going to teach you and it is going to be your heart and learning how to listen to your heart. You know, mm -hmm. I remember my daughter saying, you know, mom, you know, like, I, I don't want to be a bartender for the rest of my life, you know, like this. Yeah. And I, she goes, if I'm still bartending at a certain age, could you just got to give me a slap? And I said, that's not going to happen to you. That's not going to happen because you have learned, just listen. Just listen to your heart. It's going to show you the way. And sure enough, I mean, that happened. This happened, happened with me. The thing is, it's the vibration. It's yes. the vibration of that, of that, of that curiosity of that, uh, of that. Ooh, what do I like? What, what, what's fun for me? You know, like all of those things, you know, so you're, you're, it's not just your mind, but your heart, you know, is bubbling with excitement in that. And that's how you are attracted to, or it is attracted to you. It comes into you because it's reading your vibration. It's reading the vibration of, of deep inside of yourself that you're saying, well, you know, I really like to be, a, I'd really like to be a, 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 a fashion, a fashion. A, I'd like to be a designer, a fashion designer. Oh, I'd like to be, oh, be so much fun. Oh, I, I'd like to travel the world and do tours or something doesn't matter but it's that thought and and when we have those thoughts and then we go out to a person and we say you know i instead of being a lawyer i i think i'd like to be a professional uh, frisbee player <laughs> yes <laughs> you know? and then they will say that's not a good idea yeah good idea you won't be a good girl anymore that's you won't right. have an acceptable line of work anymore that's too right too risky yeah, it's too risky, but also too, it's because for generations, people have really not believed in themselves. Right. And, and because of that, that still old, that still old way of thinking is, is still there, but it is changing. It is changing. It is changing. So it's interesting now because your daughter is a highly successful entrepreneur with multiple businesses and she's crushing it. And, yeah. and it's that she was set up to follow. It's interesting. So what I find 
some of the things that you've brought out of me or brought my attention to or my focus on, because I only focus on what I think I know. I can only focus on what I think I know. And for someone who has so much expansion, experience expanding their mind like you, it's it's interesting to see when when I come out of my subconscious mind and I get conscious and in the moment and I see the things and I have these aha moments. One of them, I believe it was you that mentioned this to me. It could have been a meme. I don't know. <laughs> but it was because I don't know what I don't know. So I'm going to say that I'm aware and awake and I am this thing because if I'm not, that makes me a bad person, right? I'm going to lie and deny. My, most people do that. They they deny their own truth because they have chosen that and the reality of them choosing the wrong thing is can be devastating to your identity. It can be like completely ground shit. It can be groundbreaking. It can be awful. It's hell, really. And a, a a question that was sort of asked when you're when you're doing something, when you've made a choice, when you want to be that frisbee player, and you choose not to be, and you go to school, and you're now a lawyer, and you're sitting at the bench, and you ask yourself. Did I do this for love or from love? And that little question is a huge paradigm shift because you'll know the answer is there. And then you'll know, are you doing this for love or from love? It's a people pleasing question too, that uh, a lot of people pleasers who are abandoning themselves, who are just trying to who are not okay unless everyone else around them is okay. So they're busy just ignoring their inner voice. It's like, are you doing that from love or for love? It could be from love. It could be. Who knows? Everyone's so individual, but that's a good question to ask. I just wanted to add that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's a very good question. Um, and I, I, I would agree with you that uh, a lot of people do things for love. They're people pleasing, mm -hmm. and um, and that's why it's it's uh, really important that people do the inside work. You know? So let let's go into the thyroid because you speak a lot about root cause of thyroid. Now, is what you're saying thyroid issues stem from holding back, from lying to yourself, from not speaking your truth? That's right. That's okay. right. Okay. Yeah. And is that the number one root cause? Are there other reasons? I would say it's the number one. The number one. It's about truth. It's about truth. And and people are very much afraid to speak the truth. And it's and going back to, you know, I, I really wanted to be a frisbee player and and I didn't because my parents, you know, uh, looked down on me or or actually um I have a I have a great example of this. Um, I'm I'm sure they'll be okay with it. I won't mention names, but uh, this is a perfect story of a gentleman who did go to law school because everybody was a professional in their home, mm -hmm. uh, dentists, doctors, things like that. So so it was just um, it was. No, no, it you're going to law school. That's all. That's it. You know. So he goes to law school, and then he works for a corporate law uh, firm for like three years, and just about 
dies because he just likes it so much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't you know, I don't like to use the word H-A-T-E. So that's what yeah. I say, you know, disliked it greatly. And what he really wanted in his heart was to be a magician. Neat. Well, he left. He left the law firm and he started from scratch. And he became a magician. And to this very day, I do believe he's he said that when his mother introduces him, it's still the lawyer. Ooh. Even though he has become so successful in his craft, so successful. Oh my God. And he's raking it in and he's having fun doing it. And yet, you know, it's my son's the lawyer. Yeah. There my dad, go. my dad did that to me. Oh, when we were, I, I was at this, um, big corporate event. It was sponsored by TELUS and I was influencing at the time. This was before COVID. Um, and so I was a, a, a VIP with TELUS who put on this massive thing. And I saw him at the after party and I went up to all of his friends and they, I walked up to him and I said, Hey dad, how's it going? And the guy, the people in his group were like, you have a daughter. And I was like, actually he has two. <laughs> and then, and then he was like, oh, this is my daughter, Elisa. She's here with TELUS because influencer or social media entrepreneur was above, was below the mm. line for him. And, and he told me when I started my social media company that I was making a big mistake and there was no money in it. And he was embarrassed. And I was like, I think this is the future. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. stick with it. And I enjoy it. It's like one of my favorite things, you know? And he introduced me as the tell, uh, uh, she's here with TELUS. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So see, yeah, that, that's how powerful that is. Yeah. You know, that we drop our own wants and needs and dreams to fulfill the dreams of somebody else who wants to live vicariously through us, yes. you know, or to be able to say, Oh, my son or oh, my daughter, you know, the, the great magician over here, like, you know, it's just, it, 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 it's, it's too bad, but, but it happens to a great many people. Yeah. And having that label be the ultimate yeah. achievement of your life and under someone else's eyes, COVID really woke me up to that because nobody, I realize nobody has to live with the consequences of my choices, except for me. Yes, exactly. If you don't like it, that's not my problem. That's yeah. your problem. Mm -hmm. that, that's not a me problem. I'm doing what I love. I'm making choices for myself and I have to live with those choices. Right. Only me, not you. Yes. But we don't know that until we get curious and we mm -hmm. start asking the right questions and surrounding ourselves with the people who are doing the things that we aspire to imagine, imagine that the whole, um, you are the five or six people that you surround yourself with most. And I, I agree and disagree with that statement, but it's interesting how you pull in the frequencies how, mm -hmm. of like, like-minded is what we call it, but really it's like vibrational or frequency. Would you agree? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 um, 
you know, and, and also too, yeah, that's a very interesting subject because, you know, we can have certain people in our lives for certain reasons. Mm. So there's somebody, let's say that you're, that you're very close to that you really love, but they, when it, when it comes to uh, like, when it comes to mindset, when it comes to, you know, really understanding the depth of, of who we are and, and, and what we're made of and what's really going on in, in, in the world. Um, and, and that person is not on that frequency at all. Yes. However, however, this person has a really good heart, like mm. somebody who is just a really good person, you know? Yeah. There may be that you relate to that person because of their deep love. Yeah. Because you too have a resonance inside of you of deep love. It means like that compassion for your fellow man, you know, the compassion and the ability to maybe be there and, and, and listen to them when they're in their dark times. And they may not be at that frequency of, you know, um, we're, we're, we're raising the frequency so that we can create a whole new reality. It's not that, but the frequency that they're on is the frequency of, of what we call, you know, the third dimension or the, the material world, mm. but that doesn't take away from their goodness. You know what I mean? I doesn't do. Take, doesn't take away from their goodness. They're still good people, you know, just because they're not fully awake about, about all, about everything that, that we talk about, you know, mindset and frequency and all that stuff doesn't take away still from their humanity in mm -hmm. that, in that regard, you know, that, so they, they can, you, you, yes, maybe you're not going to talk about those very deep subjects, you know, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have those people, right? You and I could talk those very deep subjects, yeah. but maybe I can't talk that deep with that person, but that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Because I know that person is still a full hearted, loving, compassionate human being. And I love them for that. Well, it takes a higher vibrational person or high, higher vibrational thoughts or frequencies, in my opinion, to be able to hold space for that. Because mm. especially in a world that's so polarizing right. and you saw the split, yes. you saw the split over COVID, over the pandemic, yeah. the last four years, you've really seen the split yeah. and, and people hate each other and they all think that they're right but it's the people that really are awake to it that can hold space for both sides. They don't have to agree with it mm -hmm. and they don't make like, there's no enemy. It's just, it's a different frequency as well. And it's a big problem. I think a lot of people woke up from the pandemic to some of the corruption and they became the monsters. It's like mm -hmm. when you're fighting the monster and you become the monster situation. And they became sort of like angry in their own silo over here, doing the same thing to one another, like this tribalistic, I'm right, you're wrong. You, like you're the enemy tribalism that happens in our mind, which is the exact same frequency to me. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So like, yes. Yes. and there, there are people that are waking up to that and they're like, wow, that feels gross now. I, I don't want to put you down because 
you are you believe in conservatism or you're a liberal or right. you you know want to dye your hair pink or you want to do like we don't care it's like that's you that has nothing to do with me i need to be a true to my word and be like focus on what i'm manifesting and because if i'm saying that you're shitty <laughs> for the how you're thinking what i'm really saying is that i'm shitty for the way i'm thinking that's what i'm pulling in can you speak to that yes well i mean i think you just did a great job okay. <laughs> explaining that because because that that is true so when you 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 come to a you know we 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 hear we hear it a lot now you know raising your vibration how to raise your vibration well listen you know to raise your vibration, to raise the frequency, to become more, you know, that's where the word enlightened comes in. Ah, to become yes. more enlightened. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I, I, you know, this, uh, this gentleman said to me, well, this young man said to me one day, he said, you know, um, do, do you know any people that are like enlightened? And I go, <laughs> like me? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he says, he says, well, I don't think, I don't, I don't consider you enlightened. And I said to him, I said, would you like me to dress in a robe and yeah. put some beads on and shave my head? Would that be what you're looking for? Is that what you think enlightened means? Ooh, and, yeah. Well, he kind of went, well, uh, I said, oh, you, you want a guru that, you know, you're going to go somewhere. You want to go to India and sit on the banks of the river and, you know, with all the holy men in your little diaper, is that what you think is enlightenment? And, and he goes, well, kind of. And I said, well, then you, you don't understand the word. Mm. I said, because we're all enlightened. We just got to mm. remember it. We just got to do the work that brings the memory back of once upon a time, we did know everything when we weren't in this physical plane. But now that we've forgotten, our job is to try and remember now. And that's why we're here. So I said, so enlightenment doesn't mean that you're that you're enlightened all the time. You will have moments of enlightenment. You will have moments of, of memory. You will have moments when you know. And this is the thing, is that the frequency that we're that we're talking about is as we heal. As we heal our broken hearts, as we heal our wounded minds, as we heal everything that is, was, and ever will be within us, this is enlightenment. This is how we raise our vibration. Mm. So, so, and it can be something that, Elisa, it could be something that is so small, but it brings such huge release that you automatically, your vibration just goes boom. And I am just shivering right now because this is truth. When we, when we hit the note, when we hit the words, when, when the truth comes barreling in, we get the goosebumps. Yep. And it's like, you're on it, girl. You said the truth here. And so this is the thing that I, 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 I like to tell a little story. I have many of them. <laughs> but I'd like, to, I'd like to tell a little story because this one has, it's so easy and it's significant. And this is one day I used to own a home um, and you knew where I lived out on first line. So yeah. I had, I had over, uh, I think it was an acre of land and there was just me and I had to cut the grass. Okay. So I had one of those uh, 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 
green mowers where you had to charge it and all that stuff, which was, I have to say, useless for an acre of land. But anyways. <laughs> Took you five hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I had to recharge it. It was like an electric car. I had to go yeah. back and keep charging it again. So anyways, so uh, I'm out there and I'm, 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 I'm mowing the grass, okay? And the neighbor, okay, this elderly lady lives next door. Well, her son has come over and on his ride more and he's cutting her grass, you know? And I, I'm watching and I think to myself, where's my son? How come my son's not here cutting the grass for me? He knows this is a big job for me. I, I'm, where, where is he? How come, like, well, isn't she lucky? She's got, you know, like this. And then as I'm pushing the mower, I can feel myself like this, you know? And I stopped, I caught myself and I said, wait a minute, I'm angry. I'm angry. And then I went, why am I feeling so angry? And all of a sudden I heard forgotten. Mm. And I went, oh, yes, I feel forgotten. But that wasn't just in that moment. That was from my childhood. Right. Ooh, okay. That's good. Yeah. So what did I do? I dropped everything. I went in the house and I started to cry and I allowed this wound that I'd been carrying since childhood to come up and express itself and I cried and I cried and I cried so hard and then I went and I emailed a letter to my daughter and my son and to his wife at the time apologizing because I said if I have put any pressure on you to do something for me or you know I believe it's because my wound was as a child felt forgotten and sometimes I feel I was feeling forgotten when I realized that I have never been forgotten that that I'm always I'm I'm here for me and now I'm you're showing up me. yeah and now I'm showing up for me and guess what my liver took a hit like you wouldn't believe I suddenly felt like I felt high that I had come to that, but my liver, which was carrying the anger, started to process that. It took me three days of this. I'm telling you, I could, I could barely stand up. I was so exhausted as my liver released this emotion. And after three days, my energy hit the ceiling and I took off like a wind-up toy it was so powerful and it was then that my vibration raised again so you see the more we work on ourselves the more we heal ourselves that is what we're talking about the vibration raises and those are moments of enlightenment and so the more we have those moments, Elisa, the more apt we are able to hang on to that frequency. And this is why I talk too about, you know, when we take drugs, mm -hmm. we, you know, I know we're, 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 you know, I don't mean to go to that topic, just an example, like ayahuasca or something. There are people that will go and do it multiple, multiple, multiple times because of the fact that it, oh, it was so great. I had this and I had that but they keep on going back because they can't hold the vibration because they haven't done that work themselves yet. Oh, it's 
unbelievable. It's very, very true with those. Like I, even with me with psilocybin, it was wild mm-hmm. how, um, well, I don't think I need to do it anymore though. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I got, I got, I got what I needed. I thought I got what I needed the first time, but I wasn't there yet. Yeah. And I continued to work on my own narratives and then now I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. And Very I've good. seen these people that claim to be so spiritual and they're these spiritual gurus that have to keep going back into the medicine so that they can, and, and it never gives them what they need. And it's the, that's what addiction is. It's when you're, you're using something else to try to fuel the narrative of who you are inside of you. And it's just this need constantly. Yes. And so this brings me to another point about that, where I saw somebody uh, on uh, YouTube and, and he was saying that, you know, the new medicine, the new medicine is, you know, plant medicine. And I said, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. It's frequency. It yeah. is frequency. It is. It's not plant medicine. No, because you know why? Because why? we are the medicine. Right. Right. We are the cure. We don't need anything outside of us. Nothing. Nothing. We have all the power inside. And all you need to know is how to use it, how to do it. And that's my newest course over here, the phenomena, is to teach people how to actually go inside and heal themselves. And I'm not talking... I'm not talking inner child work. That's all good. I do that myself, blah, 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 blah. I'm talking about really using your mind to get in touch with your your DNA, your sacred geometry, and know that you can use that power to actually change everything in your body and heal yourself. And it can be done. And I'm living proof because you know, I have done it. I have saved my own life. Absolutely. And that's the thing too. Like one of the things you helped me a lot with, I mean, I went to a psychologist for years when I was with the team, I was heavily medicated for depression and there was some trauma, some childhood trauma. And you sit on the couch and you tell your story over and over and over through talk therapy. You keep talking about it. You keep putting that energy out, out the, the frequency out. And that's what you're coming back. Yeah. Uh, Adele is playing the air violin for the people that <laughs> are listening. <laughs> it's so funny though, because, and, and I was there. And then when I started working with you at a deeper level, because we didn't start at you know, we started in kindergarten, we didn't start a university, we started at, you know, at the talking level. And then you kind of told me in the most polite, loving way to shut the fuck up. (laughs) No, not really. But um, that about the vibrational work. And I mean, you have a really great course on trauma, for example, and at no point in there do we talk about talking about the trauma. Right. And, and how you talk about how to release the frequency of trauma, you can release the attachment, the, the energy of the trauma that's been in you forever. You don't have to relive it. You don't have to keep bringing it to the surface and having to deal with it. You need to release the frequency of it. Exactly. Speak to that a little bit because that, that is impactful. And cause you, again, like if you have a, a reoccurring theme in your life, for me, when I first started talking to you about like psychological stuff, it was with my relationships. 
with men mm-hmm. yes. and how I kept dating these quote unquote losers, <laughs> men who were cheating <laughs> on me and how hard it was. And right. there was a frequency I was putting out there that, you know, wasn't coming back. So okay, this is like me? frequency. Okay. So she okay. has a, a, a paper with like, almost like a, like a noise, like a sound wave. Okay. Yes. Like a sound wave. This sound wave pertains to emotions. Okay. So they, all the emotions carry a frequency. Yes. So when you have the emotion of extreme rage, guess where the frequency is? It's way down here. Okay. Okay. Yep. When you have the frequency of love, you know, then you spike high. When you have the frequency of worry, then you spike low. When you have the frequency of compassion, you spike high. When you have the the frequency of of hate, you spike very low. And so depending on the graph, depending on the frequency of the emotions that you carry every day, this is what's creating the body. This is what's creating the signs and the symptoms of sickness because you're carrying these frequencies and either you're choosing to keep carrying them because, uh, because now, oh, oh, this, you know, because now, you know, if you are a victim, is the victim working for you? Because the victim could bring you a lot of attention, you know, the victim worked for me for years. The kickback, the kickback was big. That's right. Manipulate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And people, people don't understand why there are people that actually don't want to heal. It's because they're still getting something from it. It's because their ego is still getting attention from that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is the thing that we need to do. We need to detach from that. And we mm-hmm. need to, that's how we raise our vibration by actually going inside and doing something about it. Now you can get guidance from, you know, let, let's, if you were to do, let's say, inner child work, that is really good. You're getting in touch yes. with the child that's wounded and you want to be able to connect with that child so you as the adult can heal the child. Perfect. Once you start healing that, the vibration comes up as you start to identify with the new power within yourself, with the newfounded love you have for yourself. And every time that you heal an emotion, that has been keeping you down as as soon as you start to heal those your vibration of everything that is that you're made of starts to raise and as that starts to raise then that's how you become more and more enlightened mm. and so, how you can heal too because okay so go well, back because yeah. you were talking about how the liver holds anger yes do you, I don't know if you know these like totally off by heart, but what else does the, the oh, liver well, hold? Rage. Rage. Wrath. Disappointment. Frustration. Uh, guilt. And uh, the liver can actually even hold grief too. So does it hold and, any positive loving yes, emotions? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, and uh, let's see what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't remember them like totally off yeah. my heart, because there's a lot of organs in our body. So all the organs, like if you have kidney disease, for example, um, I'm Fear. sure it can be environmental, but there's also emotional attachment to that, correct? So we yes, because because the program is always, you know, you are all 
you are programmed through your DNA from your ancestors. Yeah. So if you're so so of course I hear a lot of times, well, you know, my father had it, my grandfather had it, my great great grand. So you know, this is why I have a bad heart because it's just in the download. You yeah, know? it's genetics. Everybody, it's genetics. So everybody's got it. And I say, actually, that's not true. It is the emotions that cause the problem that you need to that you need to heal, not the heart itself in its physical way. You need to go in there and you need to start looking at what you were downloaded with. What kind of emotions? Let's you know. I mean, if we could. What are the emotions to heart, though? What are them? I'm curious. Oh well, so so the, the heart. There's many. Because the heart is what we call a fire element. And okay. so it's, it's the heart, the small intestine, uh, circulation sex, which is uh, a, a meridian. Um, and and these, these emotions are collected under each category. Okay. Yes. So you have your heart, your small intestine, um, your, uh, your triple warmer. They call it the triple warmer. And then your circulation sex. So that's all heart related. That's all vascular related. And there's just a ton of them, you know, but, but having, having said that, yes, you are not just downloaded with bad. You it's the good, the bad and the ugly. You can actually (laughs) have been diagnosed or downloaded with happiness. You know, I think of my father, my father was a very happy man. Like, he was, you know, everybody loved my dad. You know, he was just, oh, Bill, Bill, here comes Bill kind of thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, 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 I loved your dad too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like everybody loved my dad. And, and, and that's the thing is that I think I got that from my dad, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, but uh, other things that uh, too, perspective, my, my parents taught me how to ask questions. My, my parents asked me to be curious. They, I saw my, I saw, especially my father in the corporate world. I saw him, I watched him and how he conducted himself. And, and, and he wasn't afraid to stand up for what he believed in, you know? Mm -hmm. So I got a lot of that from my dad, but anyways, talking about the heart there, you know, you can have happiness you can have love, you can have compassion, but you can also have hate in your heart. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and so if there was something in the download that was a very low frequency emotion and you're carrying that in your heart, that could be leading to a heart problem. Right. Okay. Can we, can I ask you a few more organs? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the main, maybe like one or two good, one or two bad, if you know them for kidney. Um, so kidney is, of course, we know fear. It's, uh, it's, it's phobias, it's anxiety. Um, it is also, you want to talk of the good, uh, I'd have to look that up. Okay. That's okay. (laughs) What about, okay. Okay. So are there specifics for it? You mentioned the small intestines part of like the heart system, but are yes. there other ones that are separate for the small intestine? Um, no, heart, so heart, heart and small intestine go hand in hand. What about the large intestine, the colon? Yeah, that's with the liver. That's with the liver. So it's this, like anger, rage, wrath. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, grief. Yes. Cause grief. a lot of people carry grief in their colon. 
Well, it feels like, I feel like even when you experience grief, it's part of like, you feel it in your stomach. Like it's like your second brain, like you feel it down there. What about lungs? Uh, Lungs, sadness, um, um, empathy, uh, grief, sorrow. Um, Yeah, those would be the main ones, I think. What about bladder? What are you pissed off about? <laughs> <laughs> it's my go-to, you know. Yeah. I got a bladder infection. I say, oh, who are you pissed at? <laughs> What's pissing you off? <laughs> Figuratively and literally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is a gallbladder and bladder together? No, gallbladder and liver together. Okay, gallbladder and liver together. And the bladder is is that attached to anything else? The kidney. Oh, the bladder and the kidneys. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It's so fascinating. So when you're treating people and that have various organ dysfunction, or I like how you call it dis-ease, mm-hmm. um do you talk about their emotional side with them? Absolutely. It's like the number one thing. It's the number one thing. Pe- people need to know. People need to know that they are contributing to their ill health. Okay, I need to ask about my 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 personal. I mean, yeah. we've talked about this before and it's fine to talk about it on air too. It's like fertility. So womb, does the womb carry emotions? Uh, the reproductive area does not carry the emotions like the major organs. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Because your uterus is like not considered an organ that holds emotion. Is it considered like a portal? <laughs> I, I've heard it considered as a portal. <laughs> well, it kind of is. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a highway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for sure. But in, in, in fertility, um, I would say that, you know, when we come to that would be connected maybe to spleen. Mm. And the reason I say that is because the spleen is all about a lot about the self. Um, It's, it's about your self-esteem. It's it's about your self-confidence. Your pancreas is about your self image. How many people are diabetic? Pancreatic cancer too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's self image. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your stomach is all about worry, which I'm going to be talking about on one of my voice of truth. Uh, it's all about worry, your uh, liver, anger, your gallbladder, bitterness, resentment. Um, and then we mentioned the heart, the lungs. Um, it's yeah. wild. It's wild to even consider that as mm-hmm. as part of the problem. And how, when you said at the very beginning of this episode, how powerful the freaking mind is. And how we can swirl in these ideas and we're not even conscious that we're doing it. We don't even exactly. know we're saying, give me a break. We can't that's even right. hear it. Saying, exactly. We can't even hear it. And that's the same with people saying, oh, I hate that. Oh, oh I, I hate, hate that. that. Oh, oh, I yeah. hate that. I hate that. And I say, I, I, I remember that my my in my family, you know, there was a, you know, a person that used to say that. And I said, you know, hate is a very powerful word. And I don't care if you're saying it in a joking way, it still carries a frequency. 
Mm-hmm. So please do not use that word. And, you know, my, my kids started to pick it up, you know, and I'd say, pardon? Mm-hmm. And they'd say, I greatly dislike that. And I said, better. Yes. You also have caught me uh, saying can't. Right. I can't. I can't. So as soon as you say that, you block yourself. And it's so easy because it's a part of our everyday language. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. Or you can't do that. That's right. Mm -hmm. You can't do. Oh, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. Oh my gosh, I can't. I just, I just can't. That's like a cool thing to say. Oh, I like, stop. I just can't. Yeah. Well, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You can't now because you just yeah. talked yourself. <laughs> and so you, you use uh, various uh, substitutes. My favorite is I ought not. Yes. <laughs> or <laughs> Instead yeah. of should, instead of should. Should. Oh yeah. I should. Right. I should. I ought. Oh yeah. That's should. That's not can't. Yeah. What no. do you say instead of can't? I can. Uh, I choose not to. Oh, I choose not to. Because it is a choice. Yes. No. Yes. It's not that I, I, you know. It's not that you can't. It's that you're choosing not to. It's a really interesting thing to just observe that those three words: can't, yes. hate, and should. Yes. And just see if you can pay attention to how often you say it, because it's probably a shitload. Oh yes. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> way more than you think in sneaky ways, in fun ways, in funny ways, in cool ways, in negative ways. Like it's not it's not it's the power of the word. It's the power of the frequency coming out of your body with the word that is the that is the what you're manifesting back right. or the, right? That's so right. even if you think it's a good thing, right? Right? Um like uh, I use the words, I swear often. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I say, fuck off, fuck off. Yeah. Like that's still not a nice, that's still a, like a, a, a negative frequency that I'm putting out, but I'm mentally putting like a satisfying spin to it, but it's still like, like I can't like that's still a satisfying spin. I'm I'm telling myself that it's okay for me to say that, but it's still a frequency. Yes. So I'm just in denial of what I'm saying. In other right. words, right. I'm just trying to protect myself from what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a lie. With a lie, uh, which comes back to what we were just talking about. Being true to yourself. Exactly. And exactly. catching yourself in those little sophisticated lies that keep you lower lower vibrationally that's right that's right so you know the more the more aware you become the more you observe yourself Mm -hmm. the the chances are the higher your frequency will go once you become the observer of your own life and the you if you're an observer of your life which that's where you want to be. You want to be able to see yourself in the audience as you play a part on the stage and watch yourself and go, oh, well, look at that. Well, what's doing that for? Well, that's rabbit. What? (laughs) You know, like this. Did you just say that? You know, it's to be able to catch yourself and correct yourself 
in the moment. It's so good. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Okay, Adele, what, how can people reach you, contact you, work with you? I will say this right now. Adele has an amazing roster of master classes, which I've taken. The trauma course is one of the best thing. It's like a five part trauma I course. Think, yeah, I think it's five. Yeah. Yeah. But she has stuff like healing your liver, healing your thyroid, healing your, your kidneys, kidneys, like all sorts of things, constipation, sorts. heavy metals, like Epstein fires. Yeah. And yes. our newest one coming up is the parasite class. Yes. And that's yes. going to, that's going to be big because we do have a problem now in our world with parasites. So where can we find all of these goodies? Well, you can go, my website is um, phoenixrisinghealingcenter.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, phoenixrisinghc. I believe that's my same handle on TikTok mm -hmm. and uh, YouTube. I'm Phoenix Rising Healing Center. You can find um, my videos on Instagram and YouTube. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, and you're an excellent follow. Like one of my favorite follows. Thank so you. much information, so much relatability. I love how you can like start people at grade one because people mm -hmm. feel stupid when they don't get it and it deters, right. it gets overwhelming. So you make root cause healing really accessible for people. Yes. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted mm -hmm. to shed light and say, hey, Every, you know, because you have a sore toe, it doesn't mean your toe is the problem. It's your hips. <laughs> you know, stuff like that, you know? <laughs> yes. And then for people that want to go deeper. Yes. Uh, you mentioned the phenomena. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? How? Yeah. The phenomena is really, it has, it has been. And so for me, Elisa, because I know that for centuries, really, we have been lied to. You know, all the institutions have mm -hmm. have been have been thwarted against us to make us as stupid as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't know how to take care of themselves. I'll tell them how to do it, you know, yeah. like this kind of thing. And I'm like, no way, a Jose. So what I did. And what I have done over the past is basically to deprogram myself. Yeah. And how I did that, of course, you know me, I have been a deep, deep meditator for many, many years. And I have journaled and written and, and, and everything that I could about for my concern of my own uh, eternal journey that yeah. I'm taking. And so I decided that I needed to start from scratch and I needed to eliminate all belief systems about everything, seriously, everything. And I wanted to connect with my higher mind. My, I call it my higher mind. You can call it your higher self. You can call it the God self. I don't, you can call it the universe. I connect with my higher mind and my higher mind. I go to my higher mind and I ask, teach me, teach me, show me and guide me. I have to know how does it all work? I want you to teach me, show me, and guide me. How does it all work? And then I started to get the messages as to how 
I am a high vibrational being that's perfect. Yes. I'm perfect. Yes. My mindset when I came in, it was to diminish my perfection, to pull it apart, to make me less than, and to take away my power. And so through my own learning and speaking with my higher mind, I have been taught and I have been shown and I have been guided how I can help others and myself, of course, how to heal myself without any other outside forces or supplements or anything. When I'm finished this meditation, Elisa, and I come downstairs to test my supplements for the day, mm -hmm. I get a big no. You don't yeah. need anything because yeah. my vibration is higher than those supplements. And so now I'm taking less and less and less as my higher mind shows me how powerful I really am. And I, me, I can heal myself. I am the medicine. I am the cure. Ooh, goosebumps. I think that's a perfect way to end this episode. Thank you so much, Adele. That was Thank amazing. You. Thank you. Thank you, Elisa. It's always a pleasure. Always yes. a pleasure. Until next time. Until next time. Mwah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, I'm over here giving you a big virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Elisa Unfiltered Podcast. If you haven't done so yet, I'd love for you to share the love and head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify and give the show a five-star rating. I'll give you bonus points for leaving a written review. And if you're looking for more, head over to elisaunfilteredcoaching.com for show notes and all the links to all things Elisa Unfiltered. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.